Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. It's a Broken but Glorious podcast because, like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to My Great Rest Journey. I'm Chris Lappin, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by ring announcer and podcaster, Adam Blackburn. How are you doing this evening, Adam? Howdy, howdy. I am good. How is your journey? It's going very well. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, just, I've started training for the last... Yeah, so it's not the world's greatest thing to start at 41, but ah. my, my son wanted to do it, so we, I did, I yeah, did it with so. him. my friend. That is my age as well. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, I've 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 went back and watched videos of our first training session and yeah we were yeah. <laughs> I'd say I was I was a few stone heavier back then, about a year ago so <laughs> nice coming down yeah I've lost between two and a half and three stone in, in the last year so nice welcome you yeah it's yeah it's good yeah I've, I've, Found a love for spin classes, which I never thought I, I thought spin. I was, I, was, I was like, oh no, that sounds horrible. But yeah, <laughs> I I'm almost collapsed after it. Never again. <laughs> well, after the first training session, I couldn't walk properly for four days. Wrestling training. I don't think I've done a squat in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So huge thanks for joining us. So, it's been been a while since I've had a ring announcer on. I can't remember the last one I had on. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. So. <laughs> you far between. One yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think there's only one place we can start because it's the I had it in my head and my girlfriend said, why do you wear a woolly hat and a suit? <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know what? It, it was literally just I wanted to be different somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I saw that was ring announcing was either in normal street clothes because probably it hadn't been organised properly beforehand and it was just somebody kind of filling in or something mm-hmm. um, or it was proper suited and booted um, and, you know, proper formal. And I thought, I do I do have a formal style, mm. but I also want to expose the kind of a different side of me, something that will make people go, oh, yeah, the guy in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, just just started doing that, um, just purely made myself, like, got my own image on them and things like that. Oh, uh, made myself um, right at the start of doing it, to be honest, and, yeah, people seem to like them. So I tend to wear them in the house as well, which is quite sad. <laughs> when we saw you at Wrestle Islands, because you only did, I think you came and you, you only announced one match, but the rest of the show, was like, who's that bloke in the hat at the back? <laughs> just like, I I didn't even know I was going to be doing that until literally just before I did it. Um, I was literally just (laughs) shadowing Mad Dog. Um, He was kind enough to let me come and shadow him. Um, And yeah, he just ended up saying, do you want to announce a match? And both wrestlers agreed to it, which is hugely brilliant of them. I can't thank them enough for that. And yeah, it was just a brilliant experience just doing that one match. Uh, Dan Evans. It's brilliant, Dan Evans. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. So I'm out at, uh, on Facebook, he's out in the battle kid bandit today, Liverpool. I was like, what? He is, yeah, <laughs> as well. Amazing. He gets everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah, my, my son's a bit jealous. I think he's like, oh, can I go over and just accidentally bump into Dan? Because Kid Bandit's his favourite. So, like, <laughs> so how did you get involved with, like, Metal Island? It's just, like, it's, my dog's been, like, the... Like, since I've been going... I, I, I think I missed the first two shows, and he's been, like, the stone. It's like... Been there, oh, nice guys, mad dog. Um, oh. It was literally, I went to for the love of wrestling, um, the convention when it was in in Liverpool mm-hmm. in 2022. Yeah, um, and it's just something. I'm I'm not one for kind of meeting wrestlers, but I went for the experience to have a look, to walk around, to see the wrestlers type of thing, uh, and progress with her. Okay. Um, Mike was obviously doing the announcing, so I just went and introduced myself, introduced myself to Lee McAteer as well. Um, and just, I had a quick chat with Mike and just said, um, I'm just starting up, basically. Um, have you got any advice for me, first and foremost? Uh, and I said, is, is there any chance that I'd be able to contact you, you know, all being well, if, if it, if it carries on, kind of contact mm-hmm. you and maybe just, maybe just shadow you, um, one time just to get an experience of kind of a bigger show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's been nothing but positive as Mike so far. You know, I put my name out there, put a photo out there from Pro, from, um, Puddle of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of kick-started my Northwest side of my job. Yes, because it's mainly where North South, North South, North East, <laughs> you've been working in. Yeah, Northeast Teesside is where most of mine are based, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, he's a really nice bloke. Like, it's like, it's like, he's, but he's like, he wears proper like suits there. I was just like, always looks top dollar. Like, or dapper as anything. Mm. <laughs> Except for the, when he do the um, the death match, he's, he puts it. He puts a leather jacket on when they do the death match stuff at TNT. Oh, yeah. so. leather jacket, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he makes that look smart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's top bloke. <laughs> right, so, you've already given away your age, but I was going to say, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? So, so. Yeah, growing up, I mean, I don't even remember getting into wrestling. Um, I, I was just in it from when I was mm-hmm. when I was high. Um, apparently, both my grandmas absolutely loved British wrestling, um, and they watched that's it. Not, that's not watching it. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of might have been where I kind of started going around to my grandma's house, seeing it. And then my parents were both big car boots. Uh, mm-hmm. we're car boot like twice a week. And I just picked up anything wrestling that I possibly could. Um, demolition got me in completely. Yes. Um, absolutely massive, massive demolition fan. Um, I probably didn't start watching wrestling when they first came in it, but the videotapes from, from then. But absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, it was them, and then uh, then Marty Jannetty. I've got to say, uh, even even though you know the Rockers, I, w- I was just drawn to Marty for some reason. I just loved his style. Um, obviously, it kind of kind of changed as time went on. <laughs> um, that's the, that's the, the, the breakup of the Rockers was the like f- the first story I properly remember getting invested in. I was just like, yeah, it was so shocking him. Everyone that remembers was it. him. It's him super kicking him through the window, but he super kicked him and then threw him through it. <laughs> so it's like, the barbershop scene is probably for me the most iconic scene in wrestling. Full stop. It's, mm. It is what got a lot of people my age into wrestling. Yeah, that yeah, that, that, that's a similar story. Cause I used to go to my, my nan's on a Sunday and we watch World of Sports. I want to say the A team was on after it or before it. I can't remember. Think so. I think you're right. Yeah, so yeah, I've got, I've got to go. Imogen watched the wrestler, then we watched the 18, and then I'd have my tea and then go home. <laughs> and Mr. Yeah. confused it all. 
<laughs> yeah, and yeah, just go into the video shop and just get an N, any wrestling DVD. Um, DVD. <laughs> VHS. <I> just <laughs> yeah, never watched them in order, so I didn't have, didn't have a clue who was happening. The WrestleMania 4 box set was always one. For some reason, I think I had about four copies. I just loved yeah. the fact that it was double the size of any of the others because of the tournament. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I've watched that movie. Certainly, this match him as my favourite wrestler of all time. So, what, yeah, being able to watch him, was it four times afterwards? So, you watch him on that show? Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I've still got my, my VHSs here, even though I don't have a VHS player. I'm never going to get rid of them. <laughs> so, I've got my. You can get one, you know. You've got the opportunity to just carry on where you left off. That's mm-hmm. what I about VHSs. Just, you know, just literally putting it back in and it's right there. Yes. <laughs> not going back to the beginning. It's not skip to the next show because you fell asleep watching it or whatever. It's just right there. Yeah, but yeah, I'm never going to get rid of them. But they're, they're there. I'm never going to buy a VHS player again. So it's like, <laughs> but yeah, it's so nice having like the network now, so you can go back and watch the yeah. Yeah, so it's on the first lockdown. Me and my girlfriend went back and watched, started watching Raw from the beginning, and that's an experience. <laughs> I think I've tried that a couple of times, but I've never made it very far because I think for me it kind of it teals off a little bit when you get to kind of ninety five. Oh yeah, we struggled when we got to ninety five. As soon as the build up to the King of the Ring in ninety five and Mabel's, it's, uh, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, the main events are really old. Jerry the King Lawler versus Bret Hart, <laughs> or really old. Bob Backlund versus Bret Hart. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, Diesel versus Mabel. And you're like, oh. yeah. I do. Lo- I do love the new, yeah, new generation era, but just them couple of that, that six month period was hard to get from. <laughs> yeah, the look of it, the look of it, and the the up and comers coming through it. Mm-hmm. You're like your one, two, three kids, your Razor, your, your Bob Holly kind of thing. Even that kind of uh, era is just the look of it's really good. And the thought mm-hmm. of it's good, but then you watch some of it, and some of it's dire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it, I grew up with it, I can just I can sit there, and you have you have one like main event on the in a, in a half an hour, you'll have six jobber matches and one main event. So, but my kids are like, oh, I don't see the point. It's just a show off. What's the point? We used to call them non-accounts, and I don't know why. We used to call them non-accounts, not jobbers. We used to call them non-accounts, and I don't know where that came from. So, you know, it's just, yeah, I it's a local. Enhancement, enhancement talent. Enhancement talent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, nowadays it's just if they're trying to build a tag team, that's the only real time you get. <laughs> right, so do you get in the business wanting to be a ring announcer, or did you ever have any ambition of being a wrestler? Um, so, I, I was a teacher. I was a full-time teacher, um, and my missus decided it was time for a house move, and she wanted to move back where she's from, and she's from uh, mm-hmm. Richmond, North Yorkshire. Yes. I was, you know, getting a little bit tired of the teaching. I thought, now's my time. I'm just mm-hmm. going to I'm gonna leave this. I've been stressed for quite a few years. I'm going to leave this, and I'm going to move. So I did that, and I just got an easy, casual job, because I've got, I've got an eBay business as well, so mm-hmm. I, I make sure I pay the bills for my casual job. And then one of my friends was wrestling training in a like brand new upstart company called Arcadian, um, mm-hmm. up in the northeast. 
uh, and just told me about it. And I thought, it's not that far away, you know. I could just go, never intention of being a wrestler, because in my mind right then I was too old. Because yeah. I, I didn't know the in and out workings of it, if you know what I mean. So I'm too old, but I could get some exercise. And it's something to do, and it's a hobby, and it's something new, considering I've made a big change in my life. Um, and I went over and, you know, I did, did a couple of months training and hurt like hell <laughs> um, every time. Um, but again, I, n- I never had any prospects of I'm going to be involved in that full time doing the wrestling. Uh, and they just asked me to referee for one show and I refereed and hated it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so much pressure refereeing. It really wasn't for me. Uh, and then the next- appreciated art ref- refereeing. Yes. That's why this. The same that you see the same referees on every show around the northwest because there's yeah it is is a tough (laughs) job and they do really well with it. Hmm. Uh, And then the next show we were short of a ring announcer and uh, my friend who kind of got me into it, um, a wrestler called Johnny Flashback, uh, he said I know he'd be good for announcing and I knew exactly who he was going to say because I've been a team. My voice projects quite well and Mm -hmm. I kind of knew I'd be good as well if I can toot my own horn (laughs) a little bit. and I did that one show, and instantly I was like, "That, that is what I want to do. That's for me." Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, I still do the odd bit of training here and there. I try and keep up with things a little bit, um, but now this is what I do. If you get what I mean, I've absolutely yeah. loved this since day one. And there's a massive amount of pressure. Don't get me wrong. There's still a massive amount of pressure. Um, and you know, if you do a bad job, then that show could end up being. 75% of what it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're with the crowd so much. Um, but, but yeah, I absolutely love it. Relishing it. Yeah. <laughs> do you keep up the training just in case for some reason you have to do a bump or? Um, it's purely uh, just the same goes. I mean, I've been involved in one match. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and obviously, you know, it's the cat, it's a rumble. <laughs> that, that's where, that's where most people who don't want to be in it full time, I'll have a go. Type <laughs> thing. Um, luckily, the promoter of the show was like, yeah, definitely, you've been a huge part of the show, we'll get you in the rumble. So I, I planned it to perfection, um, where all I was going to do, I was going to come out, I was going to spend all two minutes going round the ring, like I was kind of <laughs> nerd to get in, ref was going to give me a massage outside the ring, give me a bit <laughs> of a slap, I was going to go down comically, pretend that the slap like hurt, uh, and then I was going to get in the ring as the next person entered, and he ran across the ring and clotheslined me straight out, backwards. So I thought, you know, I'm going to have one spot, I'm going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of kind of for that, but also I like keeping up with, I like watching it, so I like mm. knowing how hard a move is and things like that. I don't do it as often as I should now, because I'm quite a busy boy. Um, I'm involved in eight different companies now. <laughs> uh, so, you know, a lot of my weekends are, are taken up, unfortunately. Um, well, fortunately as well, with that. Um, but yeah, just just keep up with it a little bit. Yeah, I think when when I started, as I say, I was I used to get knackered going up the stairs, so it took me ages just to build up that basic amount of fitness, so that you you do the warm up, and I was, I was fucked after the warm up, so I'm having to learn stuff as well. So my first goal was keep up with these kids because everybody's younger than me. <laughs> so, and, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but eventually, everyone's been saying how. Well, I've progressed over the last two or three months, but I think that is because I've got this level of fitness style that I'm just not absolutely knackered for the whole training session. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that was me. I mean, I could do any move that was shown to me. 
Mm-hmm. I was quite happy and content and proud that I could do them. But then when it came to the sequences and putting them together, mm-hmm. I really struggled with knowing where my feet should be and things like that. Yeah, so nice. it was like those little things that I really struggled with. And then because obviously slightly because of my age and because I wasn't fit enough for three days afterwards, I would be in so much pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that didn't ease as kind of two months went on um, before I got into the announcing. Uh, <laughs> so you know, hats off to, to anyone who, who does this and goes forward with it because it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was quite shocked. Not that body slams and suplexes don't hurt. There's, there's an element of, but just how, just takes your breath out away. Just like, <laughs> so that's just something I've, I've, I've got to get used to. If I'm going to ever have a match, I've never had a match. <laughs> but if I, if I get into things like that, it's, yeah. I think the, the dry mouth for me was yeah. a huge factor. Like it was almost instant. <laughs> I got in that ring, I did one thing in my mouth, I needed a drink. <laughs> I literally couldn't follow. <laughs> Um, so I'm not sure how wrestlers get over that one. I don't know how people wrestle for an hour. I'm just like, you know, I can do a 45 minute spin class, but five minutes on the ring. I'm just, <laughs> different completely different type of uh, fitness. Um, did you have a, somebody who you want to mold your star around when you started like being announcer? Or? Um, no, I mean I've always been a Howard Finkel fan. Yes, and he was. <laughs> that I grew up with and a lot of the projection of my voice I think I imitate him without meaning to mm-hmm. um, because I notice when I watch videos back and things like that that I do kind of half sound like him a little bit <laughs> um, and I'm definitely more old school I prefer yeah. the old school announcing you know Howard Finkel Gary Michael Capetta um, Pelzo Tony Chimmel um Justin Roberts was is an interesting one. Um, mm. I think he projects his voice extremely well. Um, and, you know, right now in wrestling, Samantha Irvin for SmackDown is oh, just amazing, absolutely yeah. killing it. She's just immense. She's just bringing a totally different style. It's not me, don't get me wrong, um, but she's bringing a completely different style. The way she introduces people like Roman Reigns, Gunter, Chelsea Green's new one's amazing. <laughs> she's just bringing something completely different. So I'm kind of learning as I go with it yeah. and just take loads of different styles, but definitely Howard Finkel. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever get to, get to an event and somebody goes, oh, these are all my monikers? You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just have so many. <laughs> Like Lance Rivera, I think he's got a um, There's a certain Mr. Rivera. You <laughs> <laughs> want every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's about three people that I do constantly that that have loads and then come up. I'm, I've got them all sorted. I practice them a couple of days beforehand, and then I get to the show and they're like, "Oh, I've got a new one." <laughs> I'm like, no, no. <laughs> are you? Are you? Uh, I'm gonna learn it. I don't, you don't have like. Cards or jump them just before you go in the bingos, is it? So I have a little trick that I still use. Most of the time I don't need it, mm-hmm. but I do still use it. Um, I do have my my cards with me at ringside. Um, but if I'm announcing somebody new, somebody that I've not done before, or somebody that I do very little, or somebody with a lot of monikers, like you say, I actually have a sticker <laughs> on the inside of my palm that no one ever sees <laughs> because I. <laughs> position my hand and you know 99.9% of the time I've never needed to look at it but there's that odd once where your brain has a complete meltdown mm-hmm. um, you know it's in, be- in between one person coming in and waiting for the next person 
So there's no eyes on you. Just just a quick like, a quick glimpse. <laughs> Something I will have to drop though, obviously, um, as I get more experience in it. Yeah, it's a nice little trick. It's, also, uh, it's like a safety net as well. You kind of, I think, knowing that you can, you can look at your hands stops your brain going That's as well. So. Probably the case of it. I think it's the men- mentality side of things. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's like like when, when you're training, they have to map there, but it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't stop it hurting as much as the rings. The rings slightly padded, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a safety net thing. <laughs> so. so have you got a, a favourite match you've announced, or is that, what's this thing? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I, I think I think we've spoken very briefly about it, but I think Dan Evans versus RPG was was a real highlight for me, um, purely because I didn't expect it mm-hmm. and made the occasion really momentous for me. Um, I think the first time as well saying, and no, is obviously gonna, gonna stick in your mind. Um, but other than that, it's just, I try and put the same effort, whether it's the second match on the card or whether it's the main event. You know what mm. I mean? I do not want to let anyone down. Um, I was, you know, I kicked myself the other week because I forgot to wait. Um, <laughs> but that, that is literally all I've done so far is forgotten a weight. So if I keep going like that, <laughs> I'm quite happy. But yeah, just just RPG Dan Evans is my real highlight for me personally. Yeah, I've loved how they've booked RPD in in uh, in Wrestle Island. It's like, they just seem to put him against all their former champions. Say so, yes, this is the guy. So I'm interested in how the crowd's going to react to Lance Rivera versus RPD. Oh yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, that one. Uh, I'm not actually there, unfortunately, but it's, oh, it's no. going to be an interesting one. Yeah, I'm just, yeah I'm, I don't know how the crowd's going to... The crowd, the crowd absolutely love RPD, <laughs> but they've got... He's, Lance is kind of our boy. It's, I, we're pretty much the only place he's a face. Because so, we've, we've yeah. turned the face. <laughs> so he's been there since... Oh, God. Yeah, I think it'll be a definite, definite 50-50 chanting going on. Yeah, I think he's late 18, I think he started in Wrestle Island. So, yeah, so, yeah, so there's no crowd to see him grow up. So. He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah I've literally no idea how it's... How. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, doing a press, press conference for them. So, like, yeah. Like a proper boxer one, so I'm, 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 I've asked Pete, can I go along to that? So I think it'll be really fun. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be good. I mean, RPG will be kind of used to that, won't he, with, mm. with boxing background. Um, yeah. and Lance can talk. So, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's an obvious one. It's going to be, going to be classic. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be interesting if he carries on doing things like this in the future. So, yeah. I have no idea. It's, it's one of the matches. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I work it. Just like, it's like, cause you can, I kind of, I think a Casey Payne, Lance Vera feud going out of it would be really good. Yeah. And RPD winning, the, 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 the place would explode. I, just, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to be. It's gonna... One thing to wrestle, I'll know, you, you've always got someone waiting in there with those wings. Always. Mm-hmm. I've got every show I go to, there's always somebody else that's thinking about that number one contendership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, got, oh, yeah. Well, Casey Payne is the, the Rumble winner. Who won the briefcase? Oh, uh, Scott Oberman's won the, won the briefcase. Uh, Christy with his under-23 Old Valley Championship. 
I'm sure, sure that'll be it. And then uh, Brian Edenson's on a roll as well. He gets his open weight title next. I'm sure, I'm sure Pete will come up with some funny rule where he can cash it in for a championship <laughs> to do an option C like they did in TNT. TNA. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right, so, away from the ring, you're part of the free points of articulation podcast team yeah it was a, it was a group that i started with uh with two of my two of my friends we we used to run a fantasy wrestling league oh wow where, you know imagine fantasy football and we tried yeah. to do it on facebook but with wrestling um you know yeah, we I was, I was asked to join one on a forum a couple of years ago and i just could i didn't get it i was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We did it kind of like you get a certain number of points for a win, certain number of points for a loss, etc. And I put loads of prizes in. It was all free to do and stuff, and it lasted three years. But then it was a bit too much work when I got into the wrestling side of things. Um, But yeah, the three of us started doing a a podcast through it um, because we're all figure fans uh, called the Three Points of Articulation, when it's all figure based. And I've taken a step back now, along with one of the others, and we're kind of. We join one episode every every four weeks, six weeks mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, but Jamie, who is on it, he um, he's kind of run forward with it, uh, and now he's the the kind of main man, um, and he deals with uh, epic toy. Uh, he deals with uh, cello and things like yeah. that, like one of those um, retro figure companies. Um, that that the name. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're just. The retro figures are all the rage at the moment, and mm-hmm. James managed to be the voice of one of the companies, um, yeah. and it, it's just absolutely amazing for him. Um, so, so yeah, good luck to him, and we, we'll go on as guests every now and then. Oh. <laughs> so what is it about wrestling figures that you love so much? Just like... I've just liked them ever since uh, ever since I, I got into wrestling. To be honest, I've always been always been a figure fan. Um, I'm doing actually a project at the moment um, in custom figures. So there's a, there's a guy I know who runs a company called TSM Customs, uh, and I basically send him the photos of wrestlers that I've announced with. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, and then he he's gonna kind of make them into into a little series of figures for me. Uh, so That's I've got very well. uh, no, they're actually based on the kind of Mattel Elite style. Oh wow. Yeah, so I've I've got two of them made now, uh, and the third one he's working on. Mm. He started doing all the scans because he does the three D heads and things like that as well. Uh, and the third one is Dan Evans that he's going to be doing. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, um, it's just for me, obviously, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like uh, I was getting a little bit bored of always having the same displays because mm-hmm. Mattel. Mattel are kind of producing all the same people over and over and over again now because it's just people who have a contract with WWE, like a Legends contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that very rarely changes, as you've probably noticed when they bring all the Legends back into the shows. Uh, so my displays were getting a bit tired, let's just say. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted something that was more personalised to me. So, yeah, yeah. Look, look out for more uh, Wrestle Island-based people in that Ooh. one. Exactly. Yeah, I tried to do that when... I started interviewing people, I thought I'd buy their t shirts, which is alright when you do one interview a month or something, but I'll do like two like maybe one or two a week or so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got my Crowley t shirt on today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got that it's down there somewhere on my VGS one. So <laughs> Yes. I, I wore it to 
Kingdom of Wrestling. I was the only one who got only person who got a fist bump in the whole crowd because I was wearing my VGS. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, my kids are obsessed with figures. They must have best part of a thousand figures between them. It's yeah. again, it's copyright sales, and there's so many charity shops now. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, again, again, I've got an eBay business with it, so that's what mm-hmm. I sell. Uh, on eBay, so I've constantly got boxes of thousands and thousands mm. uh, in my house. So it helps me keep up with the figure side of things without having to collect and have a big yeah. display. I still get to enjoy them for a mm-hmm. short <laughs> before they go. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, my kids are upset, obsessed. Is that the, 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 the oldest is eighteen next next month? Yeah, cool. A month today, he's he's eighteen. <laughs> so yeah, so his is the more display now. He's occasionally plays with them. So I can hear him playing, but he doesn't. He says he doesn't play with them. <laughs> but yeah, my seven-year-old's obsessed. Yeah, so every morning it's like, oh, I've got I've got a match in my head, and it's going to get all the figures out. <laughs> but he wants with all those jack ones. He likes calling them in and turning them into new people. You're like. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to buy those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colour in your one pound jacks ones. Yeah, don't touch yeah. your twenty on quid Mattel ones. Mattel one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something I I have a couple of Hasbro. I, think I remember having an Ultimate Warrior, but I used to use my He-Man figures and my Thundercat figures as wrestlers. And I yeah, used I, to I, get, get the the back the, the sock drawer out, pull socks out, and just had to use it. <laughs> Never had a ring or anything. So. It's quite strange because I grew up on Hasbro figures and I absolutely love them, but mm-hmm. that doesn't come with me. Yeah. Kind of I've just evolved with the figures, if you get what I mean. I, mm-hmm. I don't have any any retro dumb over Hasbro. I don't really care about them. Mm-hmm. If you get yeah. what I mean? Nowadays, um, I just evolve with the actual companies that are doing them, so properly into all the new ones. Hello, this is RP Davis, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. If you're promoting for a day, promoting events, so using wrestlers you've announced or worked with or trained with, if I give you a match type, you tell me who you put in that match. So. Definitely, you go for it. Okay, and as it's your show, every match can be four-way, five-way, six-way, intergender. Hey. Throw a stupid stipulation on if you want. So. <laughs> I'm kind of doing it Wrestle Island style, though, um, where it's kind of every match, nearly, it's multi-man and... <laughs> Made sure I don't. I haven't included any of the bookers for the companies I work for. So if you're a booker and you're listening, you're not in for a reason. Nobody is. Cool. So who'll be in your opening contest? Get the crowd excited. So here we go. Straight away. This is the this is the biggest match, kind of. I promise. Uh, I'm going to start off with a ten man ladder. <laughs> I'm going to go money in the bank style. Uh, this is kind of a mix of people that I've grown up training with um, yeah. in the business and people that I think are proper up-and-comers that I've seen kind of around in different places that I've been. Uh, so I'm going to start off with uh, a Scottish wrestler, 20 years old, called Colton Davis. Uh, yes. six, six foot seven uh, and sky-high Colton Davis. Bit of a shout-out for him because he's just broken his leg. Ooh. Um, so, you know, a hard injury for someone of his height because it's his standing leg as well. Um, but he'll be back and he'll be stronger. And, you know, he's already been Denmark, Sweden, places like that. So he's going to be one to watch in the future. Uh, next one is, uh, Wrestle Island person. Uh, we'll go for Ethan Steen. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna, even though what happened in the last show, I'm gonna have him accompanied by Pastor Everett Teague and Loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because I really like that faction. Um, yeah. so, yeah. I, was, I was a member of that faction for one show. Were you? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I'll tell you the In the Ellsbury Port show, yeah, me and, my, me and my son came out and did, we did the raffle, and then they came out and attacked, tried to get us to join them. I don't know why we joined them in the end. They told us, but <laughs> they battered us, and then we joined them. Yeah. <laughs> then we're on the stage then. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next two are people that I've kind of at the top of my division in Arcadian wrestling, my kind mm-hmm. of old band where I started. Uh, a young boy called Persona, I think he's about 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been our champion. Uh, he's just lost the belt recently, but um, he's definitely a high flyer. Um, he's kind of used as the, the ragdoll in training. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you ask of him, um, you know, if he puts time yeah. and effort, He'll be one of the faces. A guy called Adrian Black, who's more a kind of goth, Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, heavy style. Um, Really hard hitting. Kind of imagine Pete Dunne, but a lot darker. Like, type thing. Um, Next one is a bit different to all the other competitors. And I'm going to go Amir Jordan. um, UK, Amir Jordan. Uh, Really class guy to work with. I think he'd fit into this kind of match very well. Um, really nice to announce as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy nice called Nicky Star. Sorry, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a guy called Nicky Star, who's pretty much in half the companies that I work in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's just based kind of Teesside area. Um, never seen him have a bad match, and I've seen him have lots and lots of matches. Oh, wow. Just, just really good in the ring. Um, an Italian called Nico Narciso, who's Ooh. part of Full Tilt Wrestling. Uh, he's the Alpha Prime champion. Um, he's getting around, obviously, wrestles a lot in Italy, um, and he's kind of going a lot of the places um, where Lou Nixon's going. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, Lou Nixon's kind of deathmatch, TNT. Nico yeah. Nice is always kind of the <laughs> deathmatch kind of side of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, a guy in Scotland wrestles for FCW um, called Titanium Tom Atlas. Uh, young, yeah. up-and-coming um, runs his own fitness kind of business, just just a really nice guy, uh, and puts everything into wrestling. Wrestling is his life. Want to see him do well. Um, a guy who was at Wrestle Island, and I've also announced at a company that I'm in called Prime, which is a uh, Gaia Hawks from Taiwan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arrogant Gaia Hawks, a high flyer, just absolutely brilliant. Such a nice dude as well. Not arrogant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the guy that kind of got me into the business, um, he's the current Anglo-Scottish Cup champion at Arcadian. Uh, it's called Johnny Flashback. Um, puts so much effort into wrestling. He's the first one there every time. He's the last one out. He mm. does everything with putting the ring together and stuff. And he's, he's getting his rewards in the ring. He's getting better every match. So that is the 10 men. Amazing. <laughs> that sounds like a fun match to get. start the show up. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Um, a comedy style match? Comedy? So you've hit me with another one where I've got loads of people in, so apologies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've gone, I've gone for a 12-man tag. <laughs> there's a reason for it. Though. So in the North East, there's, there's a kind of... It is a tag team, but mm-hmm. with the amount of members that they've had drifting in and out, it's become more of like a stable, and they're called That's So Raven. Yeah. <laughs> um, glow sticks, Hawaiian shirts, flip flops type of thing. Uh, and their members are called J Glow, DJ CJ, um, Sugar Rush has been one of them, the Filthy Ryan Rude, and Chase Striker. Uh, <laughs> and just, I'm going to have a wild card on each team in this match. So oh, the wow. wild card joining them is Johnny Kidd, who is a former World of Sport competitor. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's joined us at Arcadian a couple of times and such a gentleman and his, his matches are so tactical and mm-hmm. just a joy to watch. And I just think having him with that team would be just something different. <laughs> Comedy style, just be amazing. Um, and their opponents. So it's going to be faces versus faces with a twist here. Mm-hmm. Um, team in a company that I go to called Northside Frontier Wrestling, who are their tag team champions called the Classics. Yes. Uh, it's a guy called Classic Jack, who's your proper British kind of classic, you know, pint drinker, blah, blah, blah. And his partner, mm-hmm. El Clasico, who's the Mexican version of that. <laughs> Uh, and they're just so over with the crowd, and I just love the gimmick so much. Uh, joining them will be a guy from Scotland called Bochico, who is the world's worst luchador. <laughs> I just, just love the gimmick. Just love yeah, it. That's amazing. A um, couple of Wrestle Island boys in there now. Uh, Pud. Yes. Uh, and Polish Barry yes. joining them. Uh, just because they were a tag team in the last yeah. show. Something Riders, wasn't it? I can't remember who. Yeah, I'm going to pretend I I know the the Riz Riz something Express or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, apologies to them. I have forgotten that. Um, and Super the nicest Alpha guys Alpha, as well. So. Yeah, they're lovely. Yeah, Polish Barry's just a joy to speak to. He's just so nice. Uh, and joining them as the wild card will be a a guy who's kind of put me over a lot as I was coming through. Um, he wrestled for a couple of companies that I wrestle it, that I announced in. He's called Liston Ross. Um, he's currently wrestling for First Class um, under a different name. I think it's Bronco Billy Wild. Yep. Um, first Class are like one of those, one of the touring kind of yes. ones. Do all the town halls and stuff like that, and you know, completely different to where I am at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really, he's really doing well there. So yeah, he he's a kind of angry cowboy, like really big angry cowboy. So a bit of a difference in that match as a wild card. That sounds fun. <laughs> so. We've got 20 people so far. Yeah, yeah. They're not too big at all. Told you it was Wrestle Island style. Yeah. yeah. Just be me and you have the same referee for all these matches. Referee <laughs> <laughs> will do every single match. <laughs> okay, your, your women's title match. Yeah, it's a singles match. Yeah. I, think, okay. I, think there's, I think there's two that are just... For me, at the moment, head and shoulders um, mm. from the people that I've worked with. I've worked with some really, really good ladies wrestlers, but um, Lucy Sky and Harley Hudson oh. are just are just that step above mm. at the moment. So Lucy Sky, I love watching kind of like almost Brock Lesnar style of suplexing and stuff like that. Uh, and Harley Hudson, for me, I never see anything go wrong. I watch her, and I'm I'm very much into the into the psychology side of wrestling. And facial expressions and the way she acts all the way through every match is just, just top class. It's just up there. Um, you know, shout out to other people I've worked with, like Brody Adler, Nicole Jasmine, um, Aurora Tevez, Kia, Kaya. Um, but, but those two are just, just up there. Oh, they're amazing. I don't know what Holly did over lockdown, but before lockdown, she was good. Then you had these 18 months and then she came out and she was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I look forward to just watching her matches from a non-announcing point of view. I'm like, yes, I get to be here just to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, horribly, probably for Lucy Sky, breaking her arm was probably the best thing ever happened to her. She's got this amazing shape ever yeah. since. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it was a bad one that one, but she's come back strong. So, and it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's affecting her. So, 
I hope it's not the matches or anything, but yeah. Yeah, she's still, yeah, they're both amazing. Okay. Then your mid card title match, so. Mid card, I've gone, I've gone for two matches in the mid card, so I'm sorry, I brought, I brought the rules a little bit. I didn't want it to be a four-way, so I've gone for two separate matches. <laughs> um, the first one is a pure Wrestle Island match. Um, I'd love to see this match, uh, if I could be booker for the day. Uh, Brian Adenson versus Joe Kessler. Ooh. I would love to see that match. Yes. Um, I'm training with Brad. Brian's our trainer on Sunday. So I'm ah, nice. Yeah. Love, love his in-ring style. Such a mm. wonderful person as well. He's oh, been one of the pe- one of the people backstage in Wrestle Island that's just welcomed me so much. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Brian, so, for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird when you go to the companies as a he's a heel. And you're like, no, nah, Brian, you can't be a heel. <laughs> you can't be a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I, I actually haven't seen him play the heel role, so I, I don't. I think I'm going to go on YouTube after this and have a quick look because um, he plays the face perfectly. Yeah, but, um, King King of Wrestling, he's. Is heel um, knockout wrestling? I think he is as well. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, and the other mid card match, and what I believe w- would probably be the show stealer um, that fans went away remembering, the mm-hmm. uh, LJ Cleary against Layton Buzzard. Ooh, I'd love to see that. I'm surprised I've never seen that. Like TNT, yeah, two, yeah, two two amazing young talents. Absolutely phenomenal, absolutely brilliant. But like I've seen LJ Cleary a couple of times live. I've announced him once, uh, mm. and you know the first time I saw him, he just took my breath away. Um, just just brilliant, and he I could definitely see him in WWE. Definitely, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, I think he had a trial a while back with NXT UK. Um, so. Yeah, and Leighton Buzzard. Leighton Buzzard is the next, the next big thing, in my opinion. Yeah, just he's amazing. Yeah, first time I saw him, he was at Mega Slam, <laughs> and he came out to Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, he's the bad guy. I think all the good guys came out to the Gladiator theme, and all the bad guys came out to yeah. So 80s hair metal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, st- he stood out on that show. Yeah, well, yeah it's nice. Oh, well, and then the winners go against each other for the mid-card title. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> cool. And then your hardcore stroke extreme rules. Yeah, single you can go to deathmatch if you want. It's up to you. Well, yeah, first one is a guy that I've already mentioned, um, Big Lou Nixon, um, yes. who is everywhere. He's in America at the moment, fighting the actual proper deathmatch kings. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, at Rise. He's at TNT. Uh, he's just just everywhere, and he's, he's such such a nice dude. And he's always really polite to me and gives me advice when I work with him at Full Tilt Wrestling. Um, so yeah, um, Big Lou Nixon against uh, Wrestle Island, Sean only. Sean in a hardcore match. Sean only in uh, in that type of match. I think he's got the got the personality for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm like I'm liking heels Sean only as he's, he's so, the first like, four years of Wrestle Island because UK is like he's Dirk Nedo and Sean only. <laughs> yeah. Big. I'm, uh, I'm announcing in a brand new promotion on Sunday, this Sunday coming up called Breakout. Yes. Uh, and basically the, the theme is that the pre-show has uh, Fatal 4-Way 
which is for kind of young, well, three young up-and-comers and one journeyman. Um, and they're fighting for the chance to fight Sean only, because obviously Ooh, he does yeah. make about Sean only invitational. Um, so they're fighting to, to be pounded, basically, by Sean only, <laughs> which which is going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm like what he's done at WrestleMania, the where he brings all the trainees out, and in the past is probably like, I don't know if this is good advertisement for the training school. <laughs> the teacher brings you out the shows and batters you. <laughs> Certainly having an impact with the trainee, let's just say that. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's such an amazing, yeah, he's great, great trainer as well. So, so, yeah. But yeah, we'll be like that. Your tag team title match. I can see. Okay, this is where we get loads of people again. It's a five-way. <laughs> <laughs> so, most of them you'll know. We'll start off with the one that you might not know. Who uh, right. are a team that were formerly known as Apex um, in the Northeast, and now they're known as the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dangerous David Lynn uh, and Youngblood Tommy Freeman. Um, they're part of the first-class team um, that are touring around the country at the moment. Um, and they're just they're just... Everything you want psychology, everything you want fan interaction. Um, they can, they're much better heels. They can do yeah. face as well, but as a heel team, absolutely brilliant. I love the name Apex as well. I was a bit gutted when they dropped it. Yeah, that's a great, great heel name. That's, that's a, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other four teams are, are Wrestle Island, basically. Um, oh. yeah, amazing. Tabarine Boys, my girlfriend calls them. So it's like, <laughs> just taken to act two, you know, you can't help but be taken to them when you watch them wrestle. Um, and, and again, you know, I've said it multiple times tonight, but such nice people. Okay. Uh, joy to work with. Um, Merseyside Mercenary Squad. Yes. Dan got over <laughs> um, I'd like to see them more together um, because <laughs> since I joined Wrestle Island, it's kind of been separate. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to see them together. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like them when they have a murder squad, Merseyside murder squad. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a great storyline they had in Wrestle Island that when Dan, Dan Evans was the champion, Scott Irvin won the power. He's not cashing it in on Dan. If you want to face Dan, you have to beat me first. So it's like he became like the gatekeeper to Dan. Yeah. It was, it was a great, great storyline. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, the other two teams in it are going to be adopting the Freebird rules so they, they can choose their members. So first one is... <laughs> Is the shirt? Yeah. Um, so you obviously got Casey Payne, um, Scum, Christy Quinlan, uh, and Tommy Jackson. So up to them. We'll leave it mm-hmm. up to them who want to fight. Um, I will say just a, a highlight for me for coming to Wrestle Island has been Christy Quinlan. Um, oh, yeah. You see all these young guys coming through wrestling, and I'm not saying they're all the same because they're not, but. There's a similarity between them all. I want to do this move. I want to high fly. I want to get as many moves as I can in this match. I want to impress as much as I can. Christy Quinlan is just bang, bang. And, and he still shows off all his qualities, but he's very different to everyone. Uh, and I, I very much appreciate yeah, that. He's only 19 as well. He's so just yeah. turned 20. I've trained for him. And I, I, I was like, I looked like, I didn't look as bad as Cody Rose, but my pec was bruised. For a week from just clothesline, and we had to do it. We did a yeah. we did a drill where we had to you had to lock up, then shoulder shoulder each other, and then clothesline each other. But it's all on the same shoulder. But yeah, he didn't he didn't go light on me. <laughs> so, so, yeah. but, I bet he I think did. I got 
Yeah, I think I, yeah, because, because, yeah, I, I kept doing it. And I, I went as hard as he went. So he, I think I, he's, I got a lot of respect out of him that day. So, so. <laughs> yeah, and he's amazing. He trains people as well. You know, you're 19. Yeah, you're an amazing trainer. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, I mean, you know, he, he'll make it. If he wants to make it, he will make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the final team with the Freebird rule is one that I'm really looking forward to seeing how it progresses in Wrestle Island. Uh, is the Joseph Connors, Joey Hayes, Terry, is it trio? Oh, yeah. And then just, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. interesting to see how that happens. Ter- Terry is it. I just yeah, want to feel. Yeah. <laughs> so he was the, for like the first two years of Wrestle Island, if, the, if he brought in a big name, he'd put him against Terry, is it? So it's like, I think he's only ever had one title match and it was a fatal four way as well. I don't think he's ever had a one on one Wrestle Island's championship match, but yeah, I'd love, love him to have one. So, yeah. I was convinced he was going to win the briefcase this year. I was like, oh, that's. I thought, I thought of it, yeah. But, mm. but what? Hey. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the five way. <laughs> You've got your main events. Is this one on one? Has this got thirty people? Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got triple threat main event. Oh, okay. So first one is actually uh, it's actually a guy who's just taken a step back from from T side. Um, he's not retired. He's not using that <laughs> word, um, mm-hmm. but he's just taken a, taken a step back, and it's a guy that can just have a good match with with like a, um, just in his code, uh, Joseph Fix. The asset, Joseph Biggs. Uh, he's one of the people that I got a figure done for anyone watching it visually. That's the kind oh, of, uh, wow. that's the kind of figures that's that I'm having cool. Uh, so yeah. Just, just amazing wrestler. Just, <laughs> probably, if I was to have to pick somebody that I've seen that I've been most impressed with, because I've worked with him so much, it's probably him. Yeah. Because, because I've worked with him kind of almost every month since I've started. Um, so yeah, Joseph Biggs. Uh, second person is a man that I've only worked with once, but I'm going to be working with on Sunday at Breakout. Uh, Martin Kirby. Yes. Ah, uh, just, just fantastic. Just <laughs> amazing. He's, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's he's brilliant comedy. He's got brilliant technical. He can be an amazing heel. It's just he can just do anything. It's, it's <laughs> and the third one, I thought I'd be a bit controversial here, and I thought uh, third match. I have to pick between the two that are facing each other for the title at Wrestle Island. <laughs> so who's going to win that match? So obviously, completely my opinion, completely my my kind of guess. I'm going RPD. Ooh. So yeah, I'm going to put RPD in that match because you know he's going to think he's going to do it. I'm going to have to go with Lance because. I do a podcast with Lance. <laughs> Don't tell him I said anything. Don't tell him I said anything. <laughs> but yeah, I could easily make that a fatal four-way, but I just thought I'd add a little bit of drama and tension for you in there. Yes. Ooh, I have no idea who's going to win. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wherever we go, we can't, like me and my family are like Lance's cheerleaders with his even his baddie where we up on top of all this, his t-shirt and merch on it. <laughs> Yeah, it literally could go either way that because whoever they choose to win that match and represent the company will be amazing. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. everyone's a winner. Yeah, I think they, they between them they hold half the belts in the northwest. <laughs> <They do. laughs> cool. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I really, I don't know what millionaire you're going to get in to fund this 
card, but no. I definitely want to watch it. <laughs> definitely wrestling. So I'm not even announcing. We'll have Mad Dog announce it. I want to watch it. Right. So you mentioned it a couple of times. Where, where can people see you in the near future? Oh well, if I li- if I list the eight companies, <laughs> Arcadian <laughs> is kind of my, my my home base. Um, we're a very little upstart company mm-hmm. and growing and growing, um, getting new people and new coaches in all time. So I absolutely love going to Arcadian shows. Um, we need to work on getting the people in uh, and getting mm-hmm. getting bigger crowd and things like that. Uh, but once we've hit it, you know, we've got everything that's needed to go further. Uh, others that I work with, Maximum Pro Wrestling, uh, Full Tilt Wrestling, obviously Wrestle Island, mm-hmm. uh, Northside Frontier Wrestling. Uh, there's a couple that I do kind of every three months-ish um, that, that are kind of, they have a lot of the, the bigger stars sometimes on, you know, like your Layton Buzzard, your LJ Cleary, your former NXT UK stars, which are called Prime Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Zenith. Uh, yeah. And then the new one that I'm starting on Sunday, which I've mentioned, which is uh, Breakout. Oh, amazing. Can't really take any more on because that's, you know, that's <laughs> <awesome. laughs> all time. In Prime Wrestling, they, they want they have a, are they on TV? Are they they're filming for TV? I believe they were yeah. when COVID hit. I'm not 100% on this. Oh, it's yeah. not gospel. But I don't know if anything else is in the works or anything, but I believe that, mm-hmm. you know, COVID kind of hit that hard. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. Remember everyone being buzzing about Prime. <laughs> cool. Do you want to promote any social media before we go? No, just just have a look at my Facebook page. I'm trying to get trying to get as many followers on that as I can. I do results pages of every show that I'm at, um, which, which is just just search for Adam Blackburn Ring Announcer on Facebook, um, and you'll find me straight away. Uh, I need to need to get started again with with my kind of weekly things because I had a Watch for Wednesday section um, where yes. I promote somebody on a Wednesday that I thought was was absolutely outstanding when I went to shows. Um, but I've kind of dropped on that a little bit uh, recently, been a bit too busy. Throwback Thursday where I promote kind of YouTube videos from the different companies uh, mm-hmm. with matches and things like that. Um, I don't think there's really anything else. Um, let me have a, have, a, have a quick gander of what I wrote down. Um, <laughs> no? No? Don't think so? I've, I've got links to your Facebook in the description below the interview so I've really enjoyed speaking today I'd love to have you on again in the future that was a lot of fun oh yeah I really appreciate it mate. really nice talking to you